Greetings and welcome to the Victory Leadership Unlock podcast. This will be the first of many podcasts that will center around organizations that can go from good to great, to borrow a title from one of Jen Collins' amazing books. The Unlock model looks at four elements that has the magnificent potential within any organization that values hard work and dedication to succeed. The LOCK portion is an acronym signifying leadership, organization, change, and knowledge. The UN part is when these are combined, the whole can unlock the shackles to liberate organizational functionality. When an organization customizes these elements and internalize them, there's little that they cannot do. Like the four legs of a workbench, all four are needed to provide a stronger foundation than otherwise achievable. Can a table securely stand with one leg? How about two or even three? Sure, it's possible, but with each additional leg, the balance becomes more stable and the likelihood of support increases significantly. A bench with adequate support during turbulent conditions is more likely to remain stable when meeting and exceeding the challenges of the environment. Following is a quick introduction to the unlock model. Beginning with the L for the leadership. People react to their environments. If a subject is threatening, then a person is likely to react defensively. Leaders play a pivotal role in reducing organizational threats, both internally and externally. By helping people be the best they can be, leaders are more likely to exercise the influence necessary to move the organization to increasing modes of greatness. Of course, one may ask, how is that done? You will find that there are as nearly as many opinions on leadership as there are leaders, each with their own unique style and flair. However, there are proven practices that contribute to or take away from the betterment of the organization, stakeholders, and the environment. At Victory Leadership, we like to say that great leadership leads to victory. We look at ways to unlock the potential within current and emerging leaders using a multifaceted approach. No single solution will address all potential outcomes or desires or goals, but a customized approach will suit a changing landscape in the multitude of personalities that will lead it towards prosperity. Like a suit off the rack or a suit that is tailored, the tailored will give the right fit and a solution that is tailored will fit the organization just as well. The second acronym of O for organization looks at organization 
Developmental Development, which seeks to review elements that build reliable foundations so the organization can put forth a great work. Positive organizational development or positive OD utilizes strength-based approaches that seek to unlock the best parts of the organization and diminish weaknesses. This is not to say that problems are ignored, but they are not what we choose to give life to. OD looks at elements like strategic modeling, strategic thinking, systems thinking, coaching, appreciative inquiry, intentional change, sustainability, consulting, multicultural and global citizenship, and industry-specific content that is relevant to the organization in question. The next element looks at change. Change being the C and unlock is one of the most challenging aspects of our lives. Organizational change management efforts fail to achieve all desired objectives as much as 70% of the time. How can people struggle so much with change but experience it daily? We all go through change. We look at just our daily walk and elements that come in and are unpredictable, we adjust to them. However, those are more or less expected unexpectables and people will pick their battles. In an organization, we may not have the luxury of choosing these battles to that fine of a degree. And people have limited amounts of cognitive resources, as we do with any resource that we have available to us, especially in an intrinsic resource such as this. With these limits, we look to get a return on the investment that we contribute into the organization. And when the chances of a return are limited, then our desire to contribute is reduced, it's diminished, and we're not giving our all to the organization. And there are a significant number of reasons as to why and how the change is presented and what is expected of the people in that organization and the tools that they may or may not have to be successful at the new tasks that they're being requested to do. Fear in the organization can manifest itself in a fight, flight, freeze, and or faint reaction. When we fight, we're hunkering down, we're going for the battle, and the person that makes that choice does so based on specific reasons where they feel that 
they have a chance of winning or it's better than the alternative, which can be a straight out loss. However, when looking at some of the other elements like flight, then a person just takes off and they leave. This can contribute to organization membership withdrawal and retention challenges. Freeze, a person just essentially freezes up. They're, they're not exactly sure which direction to go. They're trying to process stimuli from a lot of different directions. And because they're trying to weigh the different elements and until they do, they freeze. And then there's the faint where a person just, they just check out. I mean, ultimately it's, it's not like a flight but it's just it's a faint I and mean, they they they're there but in a sense they're not there the lights are on but nobody's home uh, so to speak we have to reduce all four of these to an acceptable degree when we want to get the most out of our change management investment by looking into how people develop fear in the various methods of mitigating it we can help unlock them from the ball and chain of hesitation and doubt. When there is nothing to fear but fear itself, the collective organization can achieve great victories. And then that brings me to uh, the last uh, acronym, K for knowledge. Having knowledge is like a box of tools. Apply the right tool to take care of the job is wisdom. However, Starting with knowledge is where the journey towards wisdom begins, and all journeys begin with a single step. Organizations and individuals alike are challenged with acquiring knowledge and storing it where it can be found when needed. And just as important, if not more so, categorizing it so that others can find it when needed is critical. Knowledge management has to be relevant to the organization and to those accessing it and they should be given the proper training on how to store the information and how to retrieve it and storage and retrieval is just a part of it and as challenging as that topic uh, has been and continues to be it is just a part of the total organizational learning landscape. Relevancy is a huge part of the learning process, especially among adults. Pedagogy is how learning environments are constructed, and this is how children are taught. Most of what they need to learn comes from the front of the classroom in predefined lessons meant to contribute to mental growth. When a student has little to contribute to the educational process, this model can be adequate as a starting point. A starting point. However, during growth into adulthood, the student has more experiences to contribute to the learning process. And this is where andagogy comes in. So if pedagogy uh, looks at children, then andagogy looks at adults and it's how they learn. Experiential learning comes 
a tool that is better suited to those who have experiences to contribute to the learning process. This is helpful to understand as many adults have established learning methods. When this is considered, a new method of knowledge acquisition and retention emerges. When the student links new information with existing life applications, subject matter relevancy emerges, contributing to a positive learning experience that helps organizations receive a return on their training investment dollars, as well as contribute to improved change management, goal acquisition and success, implementations, customer service, employee retention, mental prosperity, profitability, and others. In conclusion, the Unlock model seeks to assist organizations implement all four workbench pillars in development of creating a stable platform position for exceptional growth. Leadership, organization, change, and knowledge collectively start to suffer effectiveness if any of these categories are operating in a deficit state. When a pillar suffers, stability suffers. If the pillar suffers greatly, collapse of the entire platform may become imminent. When balanced, this model has the potential to unlock the potential to do what it takes to win the victory. And I will see you in the winner's circle. Have a victorious week.